be nice to him. My dad said I see took a turn towards already visible kids. I'm not asking you to do this because he's my boss, but because he's also my friend. I nodded absently while staring out of the window. We had just gotten off the ferry and had driven on the coast for about half an hour. It was a shame that we had to come to this place during winter. It must have been much prettier during the summer. Mr. Mill has been really worried about him lately, since he kept rejecting therapy. My dad mumbled again. His boss son, Yungi, is all he has been talking about to me for the past few weeks. Ever since he had persuaded me to come along with him, he had been telling me how his boss, Mr. Men had a son with a bad condition and how he needed someone to cheer him up. A friend. I really wasn't up for it, but he was my dad, so it wasn't like I had a choice. That was how I ended up coming with him to his holiday time working with his boss. We are here, dad said and drove towards a huge beachside villa. So big, I thought to myself, he must be really rich. As we got out of the car, I could see two figures come out of the front door up off the residence. The house itself looked like your typical horror movie stone houses, grey and old. It somehow gave me the creeps just looking at it. Ah, long time no see, Mr. Man exclaimed as he walked towards my father and greeted him. Eh, Chaeyong, right? I'm so glad you decided to tag along as well, he said with a bright smile. I bowed lightly and greeted him back. The man was dark-haired, with glasses. His slender face had reddish cheeks because of the cold. As my eyes wandered around the place, I suddenly noticed a younger person standing at the top of the stairs which lead to the entrance. His eyes hit me with such a sudden force that I could barely escape them. What sad eyes, I thought to myself. He looks like someone who would gladly kill himself at any moment. Even today, I asked myself why was that first thing that popped into my mind when I saw Yungi for the first time. But as time passed, I became more sure that even in that first moment I could feel something bad was about to happen. The whiteness in his eyes was actually reddish, but there were no tears behind his lips with his long dark lashes. That must have been the guy my dad told me about. The problematic one. Yungi had positioned himself at the top of the staircase, his arms crossed over his chest, leaning against one of the entrance doors. He was wearing black jeans and also a black turtleneck sweater, which made him look even paler and more gone than he was actually is. His dark rings were nearly hanging in his eyes, making me question whether he could see anything through them. This is my son, Yungi. Mr. Man introduced him to us with a slightly colder tone. Yungi gave a barely noticeable bow and stayed silent. Ah, you look very much like your older brother, very handsome. My father praised him. I saw Yungi shrug a bit, but then he gave a short smile and muttered something that sounded like a thank you. He can't be here with us, unfortunately. He's a busy man after all. Never mind that. Let's go inside. You'll catch cold, Mr. Man said as he called someone to get our bags for us. Yungi looked at me one more time before going inside and I couldn't help but be curious about him. He seemed so quiet and mysterious and, well, that was always something that caused curiosity. Mr. Man told his butler to bring our bags to our rooms and serve us some drinks. I was surprised that the interior of the house was such a mixture of old and modern. 
It seemed as if they weren't in the midst of cleaning out the house and replacing old marble furniture with more modern ones. He and my dad took some wine glasses and started chatting widely while Linky and I stood in the back, silent. Linky, why don't you show H.I. in her room? I'm sure she'd like to wash up before dinner, Mr. Men said to his son. Yes, father. I couldn't help but hear a slight sassy tone in his voice. Besides the fact that he called him father, already told me about a lot their relationship. Of course, he must have been just as unhappy about this whole holiday idea as I was. Why would he want a random girl in his house? One he didn't even know to spend time with him? <sighs> I threw a helpless case towards my dad, but he was already too busy talking to notice. Before I could do anything, Yungi coldly said, Come with me. It was the first time really hearing him speak a bit more and somehow the sentence kept echoing in my head. His voice was really deep and raspy, as if he had just woken up. He held me through numerous hallways filled with doors and further hallways. I wondered how I would ever find my way back to the entrance hall as I gave up on counting the turns we took. Phew. Sad life. Well, Yungi was walking about two meters in front of me, not even checking if I was keeping up with him. Annoyed. I sped up a bit and reduced the gap between us. As we walked, I couldn't help but feel a slight shiver when we walked past some of the old family portraits. I shut it off and concentrating on keeping up. After a few moments, he stopped in front of the door. This is it, he said nodding towards the door. We had probably walked to the part of the house where the guests were staying, which wasn't part of the main house. Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, I mumbled, not knowing whether to use honorifics or not, since I couldn't guess how old he was. Just call me Yungi. He cut me off coldly, yet something in his menacing eyes made me gulp in fear. I nodded as I pressed the doorknob and entered the room while listening to the sound of Yungi's fading footsteps in the hallway. Leaning against the closed door, I couldn't help but press my hands against my chest nervously. He seemed scary and I wondered if there was something else than depression bothering him. I only knew what I had heard from my father. After washing up, I started getting ready for dinner. I didn't know what to wear since this was absolutely and obviously a rich people's house. I just decided to not go for a casual look but also not too much, so I ended up wearing a sweater and a knee-long skirt. You look stunning! Mr. Men complimented me as I arrived to the dining room. To my relief, everyone was dressed nicely, so I wasn't out of line. <sighs> Thankfully, a maid had come to escort me to dinner, so I didn't have to wander around in the house. I blushed in embarrassment since everyone was looking at me, including Yungi, who was sitting on the opposite of both our fathers. I hated moments like these. Yungi was dressed really neatly as well, with a suit and tie. I gulped. Somehow, he looked hot. Even though his expression seemed all but excited for this dinner, I sat down on the only free chair left next to him. Our fathers continued laughing loudly as Yungi and I sat there in awkward silence. Again, I could feel him staring at me from the side, but I avoided his gaze. He coughed slightly and leaned back in his chair, looking, looking around the room. I couldn't grasp the fact that my dad and Mr. Men actually wanted me to get close to him and comfort him. I mean, 
This guy was so cold-hearted and rude that he didn't even seem like a normal human being. Besides, what could I have ever been able to achieve that a professional therapist couldn't have? I ended up smiling in disbelief at how stupid the whole idea was. What's so funny? Yungi suddenly asked, breaking the silence. I pressed my lips together. Nothing, I just feel like that I'm at the wrong place here. He was looking at me. I see. His larynx was moving up and down as he spoke. Oh, do you? I nodded at him mechanically and a bit annoyed. It was his fault that I didn't know how to act around him. He somehow made me nervous and uncomfortable. The right angle of his mouth seemed to have twitched and couldn't believe my eyes. Was that supposed to be something like a smile? Even if it was, it disappeared immediately and was probably only caused due to the fact that I was making an idiot out of myself. Shit. It slipped out of my mouth, followed by an apology. It really wasn't the atmosphere for cursing. I decided to use my last resort in times like this. Honestly. Listen. I just don't really know how to act around you or how to talk to you to cheer you. It's okay. He cut me off again. Let's just both try to press this whole thing smoothly. You don't have to strain yourself. He said in a cold tone, crossing his arms again and looking away. Did he know that I was supposed to keep him company and be a friend for him? Damn it, Taechyung. Don't act like you're stupid. I cursed at myself. How could I have ever thought that he might have had the slightest interest in me whatsoever? He was obviously suffering from some kind of issues, like a lack of common courtesy. I was supposed to help him somehow, but I guess I just ruined it. Okay, cool. I popped, just making the conversation go down an even more awkward path. The path ended in him leaving the table. Father, Yungi stood up. Surprised everyone was looking at him. Can I retire for the night? But we haven't even eaten yet, Mr. Men protested. I'm not that hungry and I'm not feeling very well, Yungi said with a stronger tone than before. After a moment of hesitation, Mr. Men nodded and Yungi disappeared through the door without even sparing me a glance. Was it my fault that he had left? Don't worry, Cheyang. This is quite normal for him. Mr. Men assured me as if he could read my thoughts. He didn't seem very proud of his son's actions. Neither did the statement seem to have any fatherly support behind it. I nodded and smiled at him politely, still wondering what was wrong with Yungi and why he had left so suddenly. I couldn't keep him off of my mind the whole evening. I don't know why, but his behavior and all of this made him seem a lot more interesting to me.